Are you a fat, disgusting pig? Well, finally, there's a miraculous new drug that will help you lose weight. For idiots. Now you no longer have to blame your thyroids for your obesity. For Idiots is designed to melt those pounds away without the need to exercise or diet. For Idiots cannot be used if you have hypoglycemia, diabetes, cancer, tomaine poisoning, romaine lettuce, chronic diarrhea, halitosis, a little wee-wee, smegma, psoriasis, cephorrhea, glaucoma, toe cheese, pecorino cheese, rim cheese, blue cheese, AIDS, pimples, a third eye, vagina teeth, red blood, and any Hansen CDs. Side effects include vomiting, schwitzing, the green apple quick step, and certain death. But you'll be thinner. Ask your doctor for for idiots. You found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summers Show. My Sharia law, secular Iraq is dead. My Sharia law, now we can chop off women's heads. My Sharia law, thanks be to Bush Islam is now restored. That's what Muslim clerics' hearts beat for. If you do not obey, you die. Saddam Hussein did not allow Islamic fight. He was not as insane as our friend from the moral right. Procures our women to be slaves and whores. We strip their things so they cannot procreate no more. And they are not allowed to drive. Maybe someday when no more women can be found, we'll be giddy and gay with nothing but brown eye to Barbarian blood and gore And corporate news will say everything fine It's not just for the Middle East no mo. No We got Sharia law right here in Texas That's T for Taliban no. 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, Everybody, this is Britt Summers broadcasting live from the dictatorial state of Florida. And on this week's program, we're going to be focusing primarily on uh, the changes that have occurred since 9-11, which uh, 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 haven't been much. Now, you're going to be hearing a lot of <laughs> dated material. So what I'm going to have to do during this show is something I don't normally do. Uh, I do in the second half of this show, I'll give backstories, and I'll back announce, and sometimes uh, I give credit to who the uh, artists are. <laughs> what happens is I get lost in it, because a lot of the bits are me, so I don't feel it's necessary. But uh, in, in this case, I'm going to have to uh, explain everything that I'll be doing, <laughs> because we're going back 20 years, uh, maybe not that far sometimes. In respect to uh, 9-11, on the uh, 20th year since then, I, I, I don't like calling it an anniversary. Anniversary is a festive name, a happy thing. It's not really an anniversary. I guess it's the 20-year uh, memorial, I guess you could call it. And this show is no stranger to 
having memorials. But with all the retrospectives that the cable news punditry and the uh, documentaries and the looks back and all this and the interviews, I, I, I can't have it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it just doesn't seem that long ago. I don't know if you I don't know if you agree with me or not, but it seems like and, I, and I've talked about this before in the show. It seems to me like we have been in a holding pattern as far as uh, societal changes or, I mean, there have been some, and, and some in a positive way. But there, there, and in many cases, in most cases, we've gone backwards. But here's what strikes me, though. If Okay, this is 2021, right? Okay. You go back to 2001, and I'll tell you, I had a brand new car in 2001. The only thing it didn't have was Bluetooth. It had every other feature that you get in a car now except for Bluetooth. If you sat behind the wheel of that 2001 car when it was new, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference outside of the Bluetooth that you're in a 2021 car. You see what I'm saying? But if you go, if you sat in behind the wheel of, let's say, a, a 1969 model car, uh, well, first of all, it wouldn't feel that awkward. I mean, it had padded dashes and all that stuff then. But say you sat in, in 1969, you sat in that car, and then you sat in a 1949 car 20 years earlier, then you'd feel like you're sitting in an old car. This is an old car. Is it, uh, what I'm trying to say is it, how everything changed, fashions and styles. And as far as I'm concerned, you can't complain about fashion and style today because there ain't none. And it's not just because of COVID. Prior to COVID, there was no real mm, fashion statements. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 there are throwbacks. I'm seeing lots of throwbacks. You know, it's back now are mini dresses. That's a new thing that goes back to 1966. Okay. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Uh, there's been no real <clears throat> innovation culturally uh, in 20 years. Well, gee, since the 80s, really. I mean, what has changed, and I'm not talking politically. I'm talking about, like, uh, just everyday stuff. Really, the only thing that's changed is computer tech, the internet, and uh, cell phone tech. Other than that, what else is new? <laughs> really, that's it. Computer, internet, and uh, uh, droids, uh, iPhones. And, uh, well, <laughs> that's about it. Music has been stale since uh, the 90s. I mean, there's been no... I mean, okay, rap. Okay, and? Ballads. Okay, and? Nothing. Nothing. It didn't, and it's a funny thing. It was it was uh, just commonly thought in the days of the Beatles and all those great bands. Wow, music can only get better from here. And it did for about another few years, and then it just stopped. And it's not because of the artists or, or any of the musicians' fault. There were no more avenues left to uh, display their talents, really, outside of performing live. And don't give me the internet because you got to hunt for it. That's the difference. Yeah, I gotta hunt for it. You gotta research and you gotta. Uh, it's just not delivered to you like it used to be at your front doorstep. Here's a new song, here's a new band. You're really gonna like it. And it's at your front doorstep. All you have to do is open the door and there it is music. Doesn't happen now. No, you gotta do all the work. That changed. But really, if you go through 20 year periods, Throughout our modern history, that is, 20s look nothing like the 30s. 30s look nothing like the 40s. 40s look nothing like the 50s, and 50s look nothing like the 60s, and not in the 70s looked ridiculous. And then the 80s, uh, just as ridiculous. And then uh, that was it. That was it. What else? <laughs> you could tell the periods back there. You could tell the era. And I'm pretty good at it. Because if, I, if I'm watching a movie, if I walk into the middle of a movie and it's a period movie, or it's a movie from back when, I can tell just by the lapel size when the movie was made. 
And you can tell this because uh, 30s, short lapel. 40s, wide lapel. 50s, short and kind of wide lapel. Late 50s, early 60s, skinny lapel. Mid 60s, no lapel at all. (laughs) That's how you can tell. And also you can tell by the length of the skirts. 20s, short. 30s, down to the floor. 40s, military style cut. 50s, flare skirts. 60s, pencil skirts. And then mid 60s, they got shorter. What's happening now? Nothing. Nothing. Now, I don't want to bore you about um, what do you remember most about that fateful day? <laughs> I, I went over it before, and I'll, I'll just briefly recap it <clears throat> on September 11th, 2001, uh, when the attack was taking place. And this will give you some idea of why I just rip the crap out of all sports radio. I was working for a sports radio station. Neil Rogers was on 10 to 2. was not a sports show, but it was the only show on the air that made money for the radio station. And on the morning show, which I've got thousands of bits of the different machinations that the morning show went through on WQAM back then. And then and during this time, it was the morning sports team, dude. <laughs> And uh, let's face it, sports talkers are the dumbest people on earth. They can't talk. Outside of sports, they can't tell you if the sun's out or if it's raining. And that's who was on in the morning. And at the time, it was uh, Steve Gildy Goldstein, Jeff DeForest. Yeah, none other than Jeff DeForest, who was a track tout, see? He was right out of a Mickey Spillane novel, see? One of those guys. And uh, I think Joe Rose, although I don't remember if he was there or not. That was the morning crew. <laughs> At least one version of it anyway. But it wasn't Mo Howard or David. He came in He came in later on. The planes are flying into the buildings. Now, now bear in mind, this studio, they had the big studio with the TV monitors going. They were watching the, the planes fly into the buildings. And on the air, what were they talking about? The University of Miami. How are the Canes going to do this season, huh? I did a bit about that. I'm, if I find it, I'll play it. Duff Lindsay, the program director and former program director, now retired of WWNN, ran in there and said, don't you guys see what's going on? Aren't you looking at the TV to see what's happening? And they looked at him dumbfounded. Oh, oh, uh, what do you want us to say about it? See, that was the first inkling that broadcasting was dying, was going down the toilet. It had, it had to take broadcasting professional Neil Rogers to step in long before his show started. I think he, he started at 9.20 instead of 10, just to fill in for the three morons that were on in the morning who didn't know what to say. <clears throat> and Neil took it from there, like he did during Hurricane Andrew. Uh, we, we, he, he, when, when he took control of things, it all got done. And uh, he did the best he could with what he had. And uh, everybody was, uh, I mean, with, on the Neil Rogers team, were just stunned. And uh, personally... I had to get my inventory of comedy bits out every week by Tuesday. Couldn't do it. And it was understood. I was just reading a book by Cliff Nesterhoff uh, called The Comedians. And uh, he talks about 9-11, about how every comedian, every TV show writer were just like stupefied. Didn't know what to say, what to write. what and And I know how that felt. Because actually, I was a, a salaried position back then for me to do that. And uh, so I didn't know if I was going to get in trouble or not, but I, I had to pull something out of my shapely ass. So, yeah, I mean, aside from Neil passing away and George passing away and everything else, it just doesn't feel all that long ago to me. 
560 WQAM, your community-minded station, pays tribute to the tragedy of 9-11 with a look back on how our team of grizzled journalists leapt into action on that tragic day. Well, uh, Jay Fiedler and... Yeah, yeah. Jay Fiedler. Uh, Jay Fiedler. Uh, and uh, Binky Bones. Binky Bones. I don't think that's his name. Is it that's not his name? I don't think it's it. It's something on TV over there. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Alonzo Morning. Yeah, he uh, he's Alonzo Morning. That's what he is. Yeah, he's playing the b-ball. B-ball, b-ball, yeah. Hey. Another building has gone up on the right-hand side of the road. People are now running down the street. It's so, uh... Hey, how about them hurricanes, huh? Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, hurricane. Hurricane, Coach Coker. Coach Coker. Coach Coker. The patch. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the patch. The patch. Sporthole Radio, working hard to keep you informed. You can count on us. We like you. You're our friend. Sports! Not long after 9-11, we had the anthrax attacks, remember? Anthrax, which I can't find that drop either, of uh, Rumsfeld. How's uh, how's Rumsfeld doing? You won't see him no more. Good. Good. Searle Pharmaceuticals lost their top salesman. But anyway, during the anthrax attacks, <laughs> how do you say that right? The anthrax attacks. The media was rolling out uh, the current Surgeon General at the time, who was uh, headed a CDC, I think, and then uh, became Surgeon General under Clinton and stayed there uh, with Bush. So he was out in the uh, cable news media a lot. It was Dr. David Satcher, and I can't remember who the uh, cable news host was. Some It was somebody insignificant. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't know, because I probably got fired since then. But they introduced him as... Dr. David Satchmo. And it just turns out that the guy was African-American. What, what am I saying was? He's still alive. Uh, and his, his name was David Satcher, but he was introduced as Dr. David Satchmo. And I got on the phone. This is back in the day when you get paid to do things like that. And if you had an idea, it actually produced something. But it was so such an obscure reference, it, it didn't do well. I'm going to play it for you here now. I got on the phone to my friend Adam Austin, known to Neil fans everywhere as Guitar Man. And I lived in Boca. He was about thirty mile, uh, 20 miles north of me. I said, get down here now. He said, why? I said, because you do the best Louis Armstrong I've ever heard. You do it far better than me. Get down here now. We've got to do this. And he did. And this is what we put together. I'm Dr. David Satchmo. And I want you to know when you get that anthrax upside your nose, that what it do. It don't make you black and blue. Yes. No fun, you'll be dead and done when you get that drax stuck inside your lungs. Whoa, that's what it do. No, it makes you black and blue. Spores might get inside, that won't help your case. Take my advice. Don't get none in your face, oh, face, oh, for, 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 for. It's good there about my hacking. <laughs> How in an end will you be dead if it gets inside your skin? That's what it do. It makes you black and blue. I can't tell you how hard it is to mix audio while you're laughing and wetting your pants. 
But uh, yeah, that was uh, Adam Guitar Man Austin. And yes, he did get paid for that. Because I was getting paid too. But I forgot to mention that the reason it was uh, the uh, Surgeon General was Dr. David Satcher. Uh, because he, he replaced... Well, I'll refresh your memory. Prior to David Satcher, our Surgeon General under Clinton was Jocelyn Elders. And she caused a controversy, and Clinton had to let her go, uh, because uh, the announcement she made publicly went a little something like this. Hi, this is Jocelyn Elders, and I'm mad. Mad at those right-wing sons of bitches that forced Bill Clinton to fire me. Just who do the hell they think they are? All I was trying to do was deal with the reality of sex and teenagers. Maybe if Jesse Helms had buffed the chimp or Newt Gingrich had butted the cone a little more, they wouldn't be so uptight. Flogging the dog never hurt anybody. And if people did a little more of it, we might save some lives. Hell, if Clinton just stayed home and spanked the monkey, he'd even be in less hot water. Teaching kids about masturbation would be no big deal. We could even take some standard teaching tools and just twist them around a little bit like see dick run. When you see dick run, get to the doctor because you picked up a bad case of crouch crickets. Folks, we got to get real about the realities of the world we live in. There are too many kids out there taking a baloney ride and parking their yacht in Hare Harbor. Now, if we just teach them to stay home and paddle the pickle, pump the python, walk the dog, wax the carrot or tickle the taco, we'd all be better off. And that's all I have to say. Now, I'm going home now and see if Mr. Elders wants to pop it in the toaster, inhale an oyster, and buzz the brillo. Yeah, so we went from Jocelyn Elders to David Satcher, all the way up to Jerry Adams. Oh, everything Trump says is right. Everything Trump says is good. The ground he walks on is sacred. I love Don Trump. <laughs> yeah. And now he's uh, doing punditry on uh, the cable news. That guy has no credibility whatsoever. Yeah, okay, wear a mask. <laughs> Jerry Adams. He should fly away with Lindsey Graham. They should fly away together and never return. Well, uh, brace yourself, because this being the 9-11 Memorial Show, the 20th year since, uh, you're going to be hearing a lot of, like I said earlier, 20-year-old uh, bits. And in between, I'll, I'll break in between with an explanation, because uh, some may not remember, some of the references were obscure, and don't think this the Texas thing with the abortion, don't think that got past me. Because uh, I'm going to cover that extensively on my next show. All I'm going to say about it this week, as a precursor, let's say, is that the Dominionist Catholics who sit on a Supreme Court that upheld this law, hey, that didn't surprise me and didn't surprise many people. We know that's why Amy Covid Barrett is there. We, we know why they muscled in and cheated to get the, these right-wing, hardcore Catholics on the bench. Uh, this is, was their plan all along. But what I don't understand, and this is really, a, this is an issue that goes beyond even abortion, is the Stasi, turn your neighbor in, the, the, the addition of that, that the, the, the Supreme Court upheld that, that goes beyond abortion, that goes beyond every, that turns us into West Germany. It's almost as if the Supreme Court was Ronald Reagan saying to Greg Abbott, Mr. Abbott, rebuild this wall. Well, the bombs exploded with a mighty crash from the hell right off the bonds. Dirty turned our heads, we got your aloe right here. You are a desert skull. Taliban on the run. Down. 
in the town We're searching for them everywhere Won't stop till the maiden's found Caliban on the run Caliban on the run They're on the land But Uncle Sam is searching everyone For Caliban on the run Duncan Hines Moist Yellow Cake is no longer available. Homeland Security has discovered many housewives with links to Al-Qaeda have stockpiled Duncan Hines Yellow Cake in a directive issued by John Ashcroft. All housewives that are not registered Republican will be rounded up and summarily raped under Presidential Order 1032 of the Bush Honda Accord. Prisoner rape is okie dokie. If you have yellow cake mix on your shelf, dispose of it now. Duncan Hines, we gotta find something else to do. They make our buildings tumble down. They use weird words I can't pronounce. But their holes are smoking and the Taliban's in flight because our bombs keep falling from the sky now. They're the evildoers, make no mistake. They're the evildoers, and that's all I ever say. Like I told the kids at school. Afghanistan smells like your stool. And they're all jealous of the things that we all have. Like showers, razor blades, and bubble baths now. They're the evildoers, make no mistake. They're the evildoers, that's all I have to say. No more questions, please. Oh, and uh, God bless America. Thank goodness it's finally... Britney Summers on the Brit Summers Show. Before we knew all that Iraq oil was going to go to China. Stay tuned for more on the Brit Summer Show when we come back. And everybody parked under the tower listening in. Check your local listings for uh, where else this show is going to be scheduled. (laughs) But if you want to hear more, if you want to reminisce about the past, stay tuned online on thebritsummershow.com. And everybody else, I'll see you next time right here on 95.3-96.9. 103.9-1470 WWNN This is the WWN Network WWNN She's the perfect mom and the perfect Nazi How does she do it? Like any other good Republican soccer mom mother by devouring her children after proudly sending them off to die for the company with new Iraq Meat Chunks 
Once healthy boys and girls who were sent off to die in an unprovoked occupation are being blown into chunks of tender meat that the good folks at Soylent Halliburton won't let go to waste. Now these brave young soldiers are ready to serve their country at the dinner table with a variety of microwavable meals in less than 15 minutes. Mmm-mm. Tender chunks of flesh, charbroiled to perfection in Cheney chili, beef Rumsfeldenhof, or bush steak retartar. Enter the Iraq Meat Chunk Sweepstakes for your chance to win a khaki dictator jacket just like Fearless Leader. Iraq Meat Chunks, another fine product from the Bush Meat Grinder Machine. And now, much more of Brit Summers. Radio Wonderful! American girls and American guys who only listen to the message from the Uber ride will have their table talk flying. As the troops come home dead, they find the comfort of denial hiding under the bed. I never served in the army, I'm too afraid to fight. So I sit right here near the TV, far from liberal lies. Under the covers you'll discover I'm a big sissy who would prefer to have some other do the fighting for me. Now this country I love is occupying Iraq. And all the suckers like me, whose necks are red in the back, have our tongues all placed firmly in Bush's big brown eye. The big mouth cowards of the world who gladly follow blind. Hey, Uncle Sam, I'm too afraid to fight or enlist. But you can count on me to watch TV and shake my fist. And my flag will fly from the back of my truck. Like an idiotic, pseudo-patriotic dumb fuck And my view of the whole wide world Is what I see on Fox News Yeah, I'm an armchair warrior Who knows better than you I'm an inbred jerk who parrots anything they say. Don't have to read or research. It's so much easier this way to watch TV or look at pictures in USA Today. With my finger up my ass as I tickle my brain. Hey, Uncle Sam, I'm too afraid to fight or enlist. But you can count on me to watch TV and shake my fist as I lower my fly so I can pull on my pud to proudly show the swastika tattooed on my nuts. The Saudis are our best friends in the world, not those Iraqis or Jews. Yeah, I'm an armchair warrior who knows better than you. You are listening to the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation. Tune in, Stitcher, Patreon, Zoflow Channel, Acast, thebritsummershow.com, and a bunch of other things. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> it's on there. It's there around somewhere. This has been a hell of a week for news. And uh, if I didn't get to it, it's because I had this planned. So I want to get this out of the way. And then when I retain uh, on the next show, oh, I got a lot of area to cover. And I will. But first, I want to take this moment to thank everybody who has contributed to this program. And as you know, at the bottom of the hour, this is where I thank everybody. And I do thank you for contributing. Like this, okay, this is the podcast part of the show, so I got to hoo myself out, like every other podcaster has to do, because we don't get paid any other way. I, along with many others, are the organ grinder's monkey who perform when you put a coin in a cup. And without you, the bills wouldn't be paid. Chiefly, without Ernie, 
who has been uh, so great to this show. And uh, I, I really am grateful uh, for all he's done for me. And uh, like I said, and to everybody else, if you got requests, send them in. If I got them, I'll play them. Just like the requests I get from Ernie. Thank you, Ernie. Now, this week, Ernie requests uh, something that really has continuity with the uh, topic of this particular show, because I'm playing old stuff from 20 years ago. Well, a little bit over 20 years ago, we go back to when our Attorney General, Janet Reno, was in office. And I have to, before I play this, I have to say, I'll take Janet Reno any day over uh, Judy Garland. Uh, but that won't happen because she's dead now. But she was a tough cookie and didn't take crap from nobody. And uh, this guy apparently does. As far as I'm concerned, with what, considering what everything is going on right now, we don't have a Department of Justice. We've got a Casper Milk Toast up there that's, uh, Oh, I don't want to look partisan. Oh, <laughs> So yeah, let's resurrect uh, Janet Reno. Let's lift her out of the grave with a crane. Of course, she was a big woman. <laughs> well, we had some fun with her back then. So yeah, Ernie, good timing on your part. And a special bonus just for you, a Janet Reno twin spin coming your way. I can't wait to get rid of this whole Attorney General gig. To go driving cross country in a brand new 18-wheeler rig. I might haul around a heavy load Or just disconnect the trailer and go Cause I'm Janet Reno And I'll be trucking on down the road I'll have a chicken fried steak And every choking puke I can find And if I meet a little filly Then I'll ask her if she needs a ride When I pull over at a resting place I'm gonna wrap her legs around my face Cause I'm Janet Reno And I'll be trucking on down the road the fellas at the way station ought to know the girls who work at night. And by the next mile marker, I'll have a filly by my side. And with the steering wheel between my legs, and a filly sitting on my brakes, I'll be Janet Reno, and I'll be trucking on down the road. Yes, I'll be Janet Reno, and I'll be trucking on down the road. Twenty, twenty, twin, spin. Yeah, that was Janet Reno shake. And there was another Janet Reno bit that I just won't have time to play. Uh, Shakey's Pizza. And right around that time, if you'll recall, I uh, need don't. But you know how the Republicans just mount onto the Democrats? Everything that goes wrong, it's always the Democrats' fault. And the Democrats are like, no, it's not. You know, so we never reciprocate. We never fire back to this day. And you see the results of that, especially this week. We're weak. Democrats are very weak. And we get pummeled on a daily basis. Somebody told me once we had a majority in both houses. <laughs> Is that so? <laughs> anyway, after 9-11... The talking point that the Republicans came after the Democrats with, this was Clinton's fault. Yeah, because of the USS Cole. It's all Clinton's fault. He's behind the whole thing. There, you see. Now, all the, Clinton was impeached at this point. He was out of office. He was long gone. And this is before Hillary carpetbagged New York for the Senate. So that was their talking point. And there's your backstory for this one. Lies, 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 blaming Clinton on your failure now. 
He tried back in 98, diverted by one of her gay Who wags the dog now? You murdering neocon clowns Follow blind, all in line To the right, and just claim it all on Clinton Hatred bloviates from Republicans Their misguided loyalties makes them an accessory to murder my friend And bringing the world to an end Follow blind, all in line the right, and just blame it all on Clinton. Embrace your complacency. Americans don't want to read, brainwashed by news that they don't need. Soccer moms and SUVs pop their heads to light 103. And they lie and confuse with subterfuge as they blame it all on Clinton. GLP knows your sheep. And they blame it all on Clinton They divert, fabricate And they blame it all on Clinton Waterboard, make them drown And America's shirts turn brown Oh, in the name of Allah, you would deploy from the vehicle oh, What did I do wrong? Please do not kill me What are those that you are wearing? Oh, these? They are short shorts Very nice and white oh. <laughs> We don't wear short shorts. Well, oh, but I like to wear short shorts. You are not permitted to wear short shorts. Oh, but I like to play tennis in my short shorts. Allah says, do not wear short shorts. Oh, I insist on wearing my short shorts. Remove your short shorts. Die. Please understand, the American occupation has ruined my life. Perhaps. But Allah does not agree. You don't understand? I need my short shorts to relax. I beg you to please release me. No. Please let me go. I give you a Jolly Rancher and two Chico sticks. No. I want you one last time. Remove your short shorts. But I will leave me naked with no short shorts. According to Allah, I must cover my head with your short shorts. I just shaved my legs to wear these short shorts. Are you taking off your short shorts? No, these are my short shorts. Very well then. You leave me no choice. <laughs> Transfixing you to your radio. It's Brit Summers. Do 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 buy. Do buy, do buy. Your shipping ports will buy. Do 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 buy. Do buy, do buy. You infidels must die. Do buy. Oh yes, you may hate us, but Bush will have his way. Oh, do buy. We will make you die. <laughs> We've been in bed for such a long time With the Bush crime family hoes I ask you what would be safer than an unchecked freighter With a suitcase bomb on board Dubai, Dubai, we will guard and when you die, you get a free pass of course. Duck and cover when those bombs explode. Oh, Dubai, we will make you die. Thank heaven for 9-11. For we now control most of your lives Cash for terror we will give into the Muslims who hate women Unless they're really guys We'll change your minds and it won't be hard You buy the height of the old Race car. Stay tuned to corporate 
choose cause we own that too Oh Dubai, we will make you die Yeah, you're still listening to the Brit Summer Show. We can't let the uh, 9-11 thing and the uh, Iraq invasion go without mentioning the lovely Mr. Tony Blair, Prime Minister of England and on the board of the Carlisle Group, that insidious organization, which is still around and doing quite well, thank you, and not to mention on the board of BP. England pulled out of Afghanistan seven years ago. Tonight on the BBC... It's the Tony Blair Show. Hello, I'm Tony Blair. Thank you. As you know, we're joining our American friends in the war against the Taliban. So here's a preview of tonight's show with special guests Morecambe and Wise, Spike Milligan, Des O'Connor, and of course, the Mike Sam Singers. It's no good. We'll never dislodge those naughty tribesmen from their rocky redoubt. What's the word from intel on Bin Laden's whereabouts? He's gone, sir. Blast it all. He's disguised as an Afghan riding a camel. Really? But the camel was shot from under him. He changed to a horse, sir. Is that so? Does intel have the horse's name? Crazy. <laughs> we found him. BBC sharpshooters, halt. Take aim, fire. So perish all enemies of the Queen. <laughs> Tonight, Once you found political life's got you down, and Prime Minister's just not enough, and you find Americans are stupid, and their president's daft, then you know it's time to move ahead. 200,000 troops have now been sent by the US with 50,000 British troops in place. The coalition now has 40 countries, more or less, and 15 who don't want to give their names. The Prime Minister will soon be asked politely to leave his job is done, so why now should he care? Having tea with the Carlisle Group and BP will be the delightful Mr. Tony Blair. Yes, Marvin. I'm delighted to see you. Thank you, Mr. Tony Blair. 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 Thank and with Bulgaria, Ethiopia, and of course Uzbekistan, our credibility goes quite away. In the boardroom of the Carlisle Group, John Major will be there, with Mr. Blair deciding what to pick. We have a lovely buffet of cocktail shrimp and pate, or would you like some of my spotted dick? Yeah, you're listening to the 20-year uh, commemorative 9-11 show on the Brit Summer Show. And one final thing I want to add to this is that, and, and, it, and it's still, to me, I haven't seen any changes on this in 20 years. World War II, our shores were attacked. Now, we should have been in the uh, European theater long before that happened. But we weren't. We were isolationists before that. Roosevelt wanted to. He came up with the Lend-Lease instead, which uh, didn't work out too well, but he knew we should have been in sooner. He couldn't do it. The Japanese bombing of Pearl Harbor did it. Anyway, then we're in, neck deep, into World War II. It was a very simple-to-understand objective. Defeat fascism. Yeah, back then, to be anti-fascist was to be an American. In this country, people across this country, they drove on bald tires. People uh, gave up, uh, they were rationed food, they were rationed gasoline, and no one complained because they were doing their part for the fighting GIs and for their country. That's the way, I know you had to turn your lights out at a certain time. You had the uh, civil defense guys walking up and down your block, making sure uh, your lights were off and your windows were closed, things like that. And that, that was what you did. For your country. 
Fast forward to 2001. Our country is attacked. And the prevailing attitude out in America was, when can we go shopping again? Yeah, that really sucked that happened. Can I go to the store now? It was before online shopping was really big. I mean, it was okay. It was doing okay back then. But we still had malls and stuff. And we had a president that came out publicly and said, why don't y'all go shopping? And America said, okay. That's how far down this country has gone. And it hasn't changed. It's gotten worse since, as you've been witnessing the last five years or so. And with that, my final sweep of comedy bits from around or close after 9-11. And then we'll put this to rest. Cost of living out of control. Corporate polls have no regulation. Traders get a free pass to roam. Like Carl Rove, who leaked that information. Unplay your loyalty to this earth is undying. You'll follow them into hell. Powell. Thank you, and good morning. <clears throat> I'm here to address the United Nations with incontrovertible evidence of Saddam Hussein's elusive weapons of mass destruction. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you'll just watch the screen in front of you, you will see our renderings of Saddam's arsenal. Now, this is more than just a cartoon. Because we feel Wiley e. Coyote is analogous to Saddam. As you can see, he hides quite an arsenal of weaponry in his cave. Now, this scene here proves beyond any shadow of doubt that Saddam is indeed hiding his weapons. Observe the coyote holding his ears in anticipation of destroying his infidel enemy, only to discover his own nuclear warhead pointing up his butt. Now, here in an attempt to escape invading forces, he paints a picture on a rock, no pun intended, thinking of course he can run through the picture he painted. I hereby submit this as conclusive proof and look forward to your support. Thank you. We thought he had weapons of mass destruction. It turns out he didn't. The Middle Eastern world will be exploded. Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's going. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some Weapons of mass destruction. What did Iraq have to do with what? The attack on World Trade Center. Nothing. Nobody's ever suggested that the attacks of September the 11th uh, were ordered by Iraq. 3,000 people killed 
are now forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden. But no one seems concerned, all comfy and complacent. Believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. You gotta keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. You gotta catapult the propaganda. There is no doubt that Saddam Hussein now has weapons of mass destruction. The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservation About unprovoked battle and world annihilation Old regimes must fall and have a virgin installed With no objection at all, Democrats don't have the balls And the right wing is drilling it over and over Into our brainwashed heads Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Music from Boca, Brittany. Music or music. Then wipe your ass with sand Stick it in your fat swab Then you dead Hayward bared all that cash you had And never took a bath Bet you saved on shampoo with that diaper on your head Then you dead Jumping across the mountains In your farmer's clothes You might just get a run In your pantyhose Well, you're on your way to paradise just like Allah said. So help yourself to one last cup of wee-wee. Mm, good to the last drop. Ooh, what trouble you're in. Did I say you're in? Been you dead. Okay, can I stop doing the 9-11 stuff now? Good. Uh, you've been listening to the Brit Summer Show 9-11 commemorative issue. I'm trying everything I can do to stay away from saying anniversary. But stay tuned for the next show, which might be a couple of weeks from now. Uh, if you don't see a new one dropped by next week, that means I'm working perspicaciously on the uh, next one to come up. And uh, so that there then. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And until the next time, this is Britt Summer saying to all you climate deniers out there. It's not nice to fool Mother Nature. Back in the day when someone done us wrong. We didn't take their crap In Pearl Harbor when the Japs dropped their bombs We bombed them back And now the Saudis, they hit us hard And on our cars our little flags wave As that Saudi-loving retard Points the bombers the wrong way And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where they follow Bush like sheep The United States of arrogance Led by Bush and his family Green, they got this country fucked up Ambling towards the darkest days in our history I don't want to be a Pax American In the goddamn USA What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, you're gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe. And anyone who says that, obviously, can't afford to leave.
And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where we patriotically Wave a flag in one hand With our head in the sand And blindly follow the powers that be Apathetic fuck-ups Watching state-run news on a 65-inch screen Scratch your balls and fart, everything's okay In the goddamn USA